but we were able to raise six, $6.2 million that went to eight different service organizations uh, here in Atlanta. So let me, let me so, ask you, how does, how does someone qualify? How do you pick the people that you want to help? Is it organizations that practice, that teach financial literacy, or how do you qualify them? Yes. So Rodney Bullard, who heads up the Chick-fil-A Foundation, he's got a group of Atlanta leaders, and they're the ones that, as a committee, sit down and, and address what is going to be our focus for a particular year and who the beneficiaries might be. But all this money that stays right here in Atlanta. My point in, in sharing this with, with all of us here today is that we all need to get convicted about things that really matter. Uh, I love one of the comments, uh, quotes from Martin Luther King. He says, we begin to die when we quit caring about things that really matter. Uh, and I don't want to die. You know, I, I want my heart to be moved. I want to be moved with conviction. I want my heart to be moved by compassion and to see the things that are going on around us and to know that we can use that power of conviction uh, to make a difference uh, in the life and the world in which we live today. We've got a lot of challenges that we know that are out there. And so I want, I want to, to share with all of you today that your convictions, uh, the passions of your heart that ought to drive us all and be our energy and our ambition and motivation, not only for, for business, but business and free enterprise system is a wonderful, wonderful institution to graze the lifestyle of everyone, that everyone can participate in, in a better life. Uh, better life is not just about prosperity, but better life is about joy and peace and happiness. And when you got joy, peace, and happiness that's filling your life, then it helps you make more, be more innovative, more creative. It helps you in all areas of life, including our relationships with our spouse and with our children, of course, as well. So I would say, encourage all of us to let those convictions resonate in your heart and to move you to the point that, hey, to say, we want to make a difference. We can't make a difference. We can step in the gap and uh, we can build a better Atlanta. And Atlanta's our home base. And I love spending money where I get to see the results of it, it. Uh, right here in the city of Atlanta. Yeah. Make sure you hold the, mic, the, middle of the, mic, the middle of the mic. And that's, that's interesting. You said um, a family that's born into poverty has a 4% chance of getting out of it. But I was also reading another stat that said um, 80% of millionaires in the United States are self-made, meaning wealth doesn't really travel well. Because that tells me you have a 20% chance if your parents have money to give it. But what you've done, your dad built a big business and then passed it to you and you just passed it to Andrew. That is not normal. What's going on in these households? What's going on in the conversation that you are passing not only just wealth and information, but the ability to lead an organization like this? Well, I'm a, I'm a big believer in privately held family businesses. Uh, even Warren Buffett, uh, out of Nebraska, of course, he's the org of, uh, of Nebraska, as he's sometimes referred to, but he loves to invest in family-owned businesses. Uh, if you think about the nurturing and the development of character that's so essential to business, the nurturing and the, the development of leadership skills, of compassion and understanding and encouragement, help and support for people, all those are wonderfully showcased in a family environment. The idea of forgiveness, 
been able to have patience with people, work ethic, a caring, genuinely caring concern for others. Those are wonderfully built in a strong family environment. And I was so thankful that I had that in my generation. Now, to be sure, my mom and dad did not have that as an example. So we don't have to be victimized based on our own particular family story or situation. My dad, uh, his father went through the depression. My dad says he can never remember. It's hard for me. To, it's heartbreaking to think about this. He said, I can never remember my father ever saying to me, I love you. When my dad took his last breath eight years ago, the first thought that came to my mind, I hope my dad gets to hear, I love you uh, from, his, from his father. My mother, uh, her father deserted her when she was just an infant, less than six months of age. She never had a father. And so between the two of them, they decided that the pendulum was going to swing the other way. And so they became just incredible, wonderful clap that parents. So we, we don't have to, but these, these family patterns uh, do get moved from one generation to the next.